Hello, amazing parents and caretakers, and welcome to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. I'm your family empowerment coach, Celia Kibler. I'm a mom of a blended family of five kids. I'm a grandma of nine kids, an author, a teacher, a speaker, and a consultant with over 40 years of training and real-life parenting experience. I'm here to offer you practical, doable tips, strategies, and techniques that will pump up your parenting skills and create peace, love, and laughter throughout your family. In addition, I'll be interviewing some great humans that are on a mission to make your life a better, happier, and healthier life. So let's not waste any time and get started with the next episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thanks for listening. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. I have a wonderful woman here with us to talk all about marriage, relationships, And her name is Danielle Adamski. She is an avid fisherwoman, mother of two, relationship master coach, author, podcaster, and speaker. And I'd love to welcome her to our show. Hi, Danielle. Welcome to Bumped Up Parenting. Thank you so much. It's so great to be here today. I love your show. All thanks. Well, I'm excited to have you on and talk about all the wonderfulness that you're doing with relationships and coaching and family and marriage. And and you're a fisherwoman. Tell me a little <laughs> bit. I have to I have to talk a little bit about that. So tell me a little bit about that. Oh, that's great that you asked. I love it. Well, uh, my husband and I, we have a couple things that we really enjoy doing together. And one of them is that we love to go fishing. So we live in Michigan and we live on the water and we get a chance to go out, you know, every night if we wanted to, and we go fishing. Um, We don't always go at fishing every single night, but it's one of the things that we do and we travel and we fish from one place to another place to another place. So it's just something that the two of us get to enjoy. And, and it's our time alone, really. I love that because it's so important to connect. You know, I talk about that with kids all the time. As a parent, connect with what they're passionate about. And Danielle, I don't know if I told you, but I live on the water too. However, I don't fish, but my husband does and my sons do. And, you know, my, my grandkids love to fish and I, I don't. I'm just not going to put it. Yeah, and that's that. okay. You don't have to, yeah. right? The only thing I get, I did was get a fish hook through my finger, trying to save one of my grandkids from getting a fish oh, hook no. through their finger. So instead, it went through mine. So that was not fun. But that's the closest I've come to fish hooks. So um, I, I'm I'm excited to hear we both live on the water. Isn't it just the best? It is the best. I moved a couple of years ago. Um, I want to say I moved about five years ago. I used to live in this really beautiful gated community in a really Bigfoot home with the real beautiful landscaping. And I was just missing something internally, just missing this. I don't know. It was almost like this call to, to just live and do and be whatever I wanted to be. And uh, so I moved to a really small house that I don't have to clean very much. And it's right on the water. And and if I step outside my door, there's a sense of calm immediately from that. I can feel the energy of the water. It's a, it's amazing. It is peaceful. 
I open the door in the morning and the birds are all out there and they're flying yeah. all over. And I always say, if you're lucky enough to live on the water, you're lucky enough. So that's right. You're so lucky. It's like a weekend every day. It, it feels like, it, it's a blessing. but yes, it's really great. It is. I, I lived in, um, for most of my life, raising my kids and, um, my, with my kids fitness company, I was all over the DC Metro area. And it's a very rat racy kind of a thing, as you can imagine, Washington DC to be. And we moved out here and it was a longer drive to get to where I had to go but worth every mile. I mean, just being able to come home to, to calm, to relaxation, yes. to uh, beauty, so much beauty. Um, okay, so let's move on to, if you would, tell us about your family and your family dynamic and a little about how you grew up and what influenced you to do what you're doing now. Yeah, great question. Okay, so... Right now, I have an 18-year-old stepson, and I have um, a daughter who is 14 going on 15. Uh, my husband and I, obviously, we were, we were married before, and we got together. We've been friends for, I want to say, almost 18, 19 years now. So we've known each other a really long time. Um, we've actually just been married for a short amount of time, but uh, we've been together for a long time. We... Uh, I grew up with my parents being separated. They had divorced when I was uh, five years old. I had a stepdad and then my mom and my, my stepdad had kids. So I have, you know, half brother, half just sister. And, um, you know, I didn't really think that that affected me as much as it really did. My parents were amazing parents. They used to even go on vacations together. As divorced, you know, people, you wouldn't think that they would really do something like that. You wouldn't think that they'd go on vacation. You wouldn't think that they would interact. But my parents have always been friends. And I kind of joke, they, you know, they taught me to divorce well, (laughs) the right way, which is to be. And my parents did all these great, amazing things. We'd go camping together. Um, But the thing was, is I started my relationship with my just thinking about going back to when I was in high school and having a long-term relationship in high school. I had a boyfriend and then we broke up and I broke up with him. And then I had another guy that I broke up with. And then like, I found this pattern that in relationships, and I mean, obviously we all have relationships more than one, you know, typically before we get married um, or, you know, if we're lucky, then you only had the one, but I had a couple relationships before Larry and I got married. And what I noticed was that I was, had this pattern. And after going to therapy, and then that didn't really help me as much as I wanted it to help me. And I thought it would help me. I was going to therapy to try to figure out why do I keep feeling so unhappy in relationships? Why am I so miserable? What is going on? Why do I feel like no one loves me enough and I'm not important enough and I'm not good enough? And what is going on here? I had a career. I was very successful. And yeah, I couldn't maintain happiness in a relationship for any length of time, like three to four years. And then that was, then I'd become unhappy and not want to be in the relationship anymore. And so when Larry and I got together, it was the exact same thing. 
we started dating in a couple of years. I was like, this is great. And then all of a sudden I started thinking that it wasn't great. Wanted to get out of the relationship and he actually left me and he said he didn't want to be with me anymore because I kept living in the past and I kept bringing up old issues that I shouldn't bring up. And so I went and I, I, I read every book I could about psychology, communication, men. I just went on this, you know, just self-exploration, trying to figure out why I was the way that I was. And believe it or not, I came back to my parents' divorce over and over again. Every time I would do like the hypnosis or any child healing or any of the tools to get you to figure out what why this is why do you feel this way it came back to the that my dad had left my mom for another woman and I felt abandoned and I wasn't important to him which was you know from a child's age that's like that's what you think as a child but as you grow up you know that that's not true I saw my dad all the time he's a fantastic father he showered me with love I was daddy's girl but yet I still had this little inner child struggling. So how I got into this was because once I realized, oh, I had been making and making these assumptions about men, I had been misunderstanding men, I had been misunderstanding myself. Once I came to that awareness, self-awareness, I knew I was onto something that other women needed to know. Because once you know how you are thinking and how you're feeling and where it really originates, then you can change your relationship. And you may think you were unhappy and you can completely change that into being very happy and very passionate and connected once you figure out you. So I got into this because once I figured that out, I had a lot of people coming to me asking me what, how, how, how Larry and I are working so well together. How do I get this kind of relationship? And so I had a couple girlfriends start, and then I had men start asking me, uh, guys at work were asking me. So I was um, doing engineering work at the time. And all these engineers were like, my wife doesn't get me. I need your help. What could I tell her? What could I say to her? How could I get through to her? she's going to leave me, you know? And so I ended up coaching and coaching and that's what I started doing like almost all day. So that's how I got into it. And it's just kind of snowballed from there. I love it. That's such a good story. And, you know, I've really started trying to ask my guests from the beginning, what, you know, how they were raised, because, you know, my whole thing is to help people break those generational cycles of dysfunction and abuse. If, you know, that exists. And it has such an effect on us. And even like you say, you know, you didn't have a lot of the trauma that a lot of divorcee families have. Same with my children. They didn't experience a lot of that because we did keep ourselves so, um, so focused on getting along and, you know, providing our kids the best environment and experience with a divorce, which is always traumatizing as we could, but it's still traumatizing. And like you said, 
the the thing about kids is they're very black and white. You know, daddy left me to be with this other woman. That means he doesn't care about me. You know, I remember yeah. once with my son, Kyle, um, we had a cat when he was born and this cat, although very nurturing when he was an infant, became very aggressive as he got older because she became jealous of him. And she used to jump up on the bed and I would hear Kyle scream and he, he would have like bit her or bit him or scratched him. Mm -hmm. And I come up and I get so mad at her and, um, and I come for Kyle. And one day I, I was getting really fed up and I said, you know what, I think we're going to take, um, we're going to take her to a farm. And she's going to live on a farm with all the animals. And he looked at me and he said, mom, does that mean if I'm bad, you're going to take me to a farm? Because that's. Yes. His logical yes. sense. She does. Bad, she goes to a farm. I'm that's bad. Right. I go to a farm. Like, you know, they say this like matter of fact thing to you. And you're like, whoa. Okay. So I totally didn't expect that. And for you, it was very simple. He left for this other woman. So therefore you are no longer important to him. Mm -hmm. And even though you learned that wasn't true, that still held so true to your brain. And that little voice of being unworthy stuck with you. And it did. it's, you know, it's kudos to you for really diving in and figuring out what it is and covering that. You know, I tell people all the time, when those little voices come in your head, you have to just say, well, thank you for showing up, but no thank you because it's not true and this is what is true. And turn that little voice around and tell yourself what's absolutely true. And yeah. uh, I, I feel like if you can influence yourself, you can influence, I mean, you can influence anybody else. I mean, if you can actually get yourself to make changes you're really a powerful person because your mind that ego wow it just goes crazy exactly if you have the ability to be strong enough to take the thoughts and stop those negative thoughts from happening then you you know you you create a different emotion and, and so that's what I teach people how to do that, how to get stronger at that. It's, it's mindset. A lot of it's yeah. mindset, but it's also, it's really interesting how you talk to your children and how you talk to yourself. If you really pay close attention, you, you can hear your children saying very similar things like you say them. And so you have to be very aware of the words that you use like, even if you were to say, oh, that's tough, that's hard, you're sending the message that something is hard. That may not even be true. It's right. just, you know, you, you slip up. And say, it's really hard. This is really difficult. It and I think the same thing. I tell people very often with kids to turn, like, if you're worried about a child, you know, spilling a cup of milk that you give them. Instead of saying, be careful, don't spill your milk, say, thank you for being careful with your milk. Because what they will hear is, be careful with your milk. The other right. way, be careful, no, don't spill your milk. What they hear is, spill my milk. And then they'll right. spill my milk. 
you know, they're no, you're, you're leading them, right? right. You're leading right. them to, to the right the action that you want them to take. Exactly. And you can do that with yourself. I mean, it's, it's, it's proven. It's scientifically proven. I know people hear that a lot. Oh yeah. You know, tell your mind, you know, do those affirmations. I am great, but I don't feel very great. Blah, 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 blah. But it is scientifically proven that what you speak into your mind is what your mind focuses on. So I just don't think people are paying attention to what is in their mind. I mean, I just, um, I quit drinking coffee about a week ago. Oh my gosh. I know, right? I'll tell you how I did it. It's amazing because I used to say to myself, I love coffee. I do love coffee. I shouldn't say that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If you want to quit, you wouldn't want to say that, right? I, so, said, I don't want to quit. So go ahead. The language. How you quit. Well, I started changing the language that I was saying, and I was really very aware of how my mind was trying to convince me that it's okay to have a a cup, a sip, just a little won't hurt. You can do it. It was, it was like, you know how they say, like, you got this angel over here and the devil on the side. I was watching like this transpire, listening to this mind, monkey mind going crazy. And it was just very entertaining in a way, but very, once you become aware of it, you realize how strong that pull is. And I would have never paid attention to that unless I was really, I knew that I should be looking for, what do I actually say to myself? And I was literally going, it's just a sip. It's just one sip. (laughs) One sip out of two giant cups of coffee. It's just one really long sip. Just one sip. But it, you know, it's, it, it's funny because you can do that with anything. You yeah, can turn you can. around your thoughts. And Absolutely. you have to be, and a lot of times, I, and for the, actually a lot of times, not even a lot of times, for the most of the time, we are saying things to ourselves that are just not even true. Like even something like, oh, what an idiot. How did I forget to do that? You're not an idiot. You forgot to do that because you're human. And we occasionally forget things. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean we're stupid. Doesn't mean we're an idiot. It just means oh, we forgot. And yeah. you know, it it is so what you say, Danielle. You have to be conscious of it. You know, I do my peaceful parenting challenge. We were just talking about. I just ended one. How to stop yelling at your kid. And the uh, so many of the parents are like, it's amazing. After mm-hmm. the first day. I'm not yelling. I haven't yelled for a whole day. And they go, you know, you're amazing what you do. But in reality, it's not that I did any like amazing magic trick. I simply help them to become aware of mm-hmm. their yelling. And once right. you become conscious of it, you're like, all of a sudden you're about to yell and you're like, oh, wait a minute. I don't want to yell. Let, let, let me breathe. Let me, you know, I do teach them how to breathe or take a break. Let me do that. Let me think about this. And then I can come into the situation more constructively, less reactively. And, and that's, that's half the battle is being aware of what is going on and what your thoughts are. I always say, you don't listen to anyone as much as you listen to yourself. And what you're saying to yourself directs you. So 
start being conscious of that and start saying things that you want you to be directed by, not what you don't want you to be directed by. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly the same method that I teach. So in your relationship, I know you're forming, you have a private relationship group on Facebook and um, that I think you're, you're taking membership of now. Sometimes it's not open, but it is now. And so in your relationship courses, do you only work with married couples? Do you work with any relationship? Like who are your, your people? Yeah, so my people are, uh, my people have, have fluctuated over the years. I used to work only with men, trying to help men. And now I've changed to trying to help women understand men, understand themselves and improve the relationship with or without their spouse. So oftentimes a man will say, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> Everything is great. On their end, it's great, right? It could be perfectly fine on their end. Right, but it's not always great on the other end, and it could be very challenging for for women to admit to their spouse that there is something wrong. Um, they may have said it multiple times, and it just doesn't seem to get heard, and so they feel a little uncomfortable. So when we work together, I work on helping them to become very aware. And, and find the root of the issues so we can address the root of the issues. Because a lot of times the peanut butter on the counter is not the problem, right? There's something else going on. And we have to dive in deep um, to that, to figure that out. And that takes a couple of weeks sometimes. I have a process uh, that I go through as I'm uncovering. It's like kind of peeling back an onion, I, I call it. You know, you're looking at yourself and you're one layer at a time and looking deep. And, and when you do that, um, you can make some radical changes in yourself and, and with your relationship, even if your partner has, has no interest in, in getting coaching. I do work with couples as well. And, and of course that's faster. That definitely goes along quicker, but I also have two people now that I'm coaching and trying to figure out where the root cause is and what's going on, because it's, it's a bigger dynamic for me but uh, it, they can see results very quickly in a real short amount of time. And then I have the Facebook group that you mentioned. It's called Marriage Mastery. It's going to be a paid group that um, you can get in there. And then twice a month, what I plan on doing is I plan on um, doing like an ask me anything. So it's almost like having your personal coach if you have just a, some issues that you that you want to work through, maybe not some major issues because then you would need my program. But anytime you have questions, then you can come into the group and you can get your questions answered. Yeah, it's it's handy. I have a group like that too, and I'm reopening it to membership. It's about to be released very soon, actually tomorrow, hopefully. And um, same thing. That it's kind of like having a coach in your back pocket. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. gosh, I'm stuck on this one spot. Let me see you know, how I can get Danielle to help. It's, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm in, I'm in some membership programs for my business. And what I love about membership programs is that you do have an expert who has been doing this for years and years and years, and they have the answer. And so instead of wasting a bunch of time, 
trying to figure it out on your own, you just go get the answer. Just take the shortcut. That I mean, I've, I would much prefer to pay for somebody that can help me than to spin my wheels frustrated and, you know, trying to get, figure something out on my own. So searching the internet for answers that aren't quite right for you. It, you know, it's, and, and relationships are so, like, once you learn how to build that respect, that trust, that understanding, that connection in a relationship, it then helps all your relationships. Oh, you yeah. Know, your relationships with your children, your relationships yes. with co-workers, with extended family, with friends, because you learn a whole different way of operating. You know, it's why people that are in my program you, the reason I say I'm a family empowerment coach instead of a parenting coach is because it takes so much more than just parenting. The family unit is important. Your relationship, the way you are role modeling a relationship to your children, because what they see is what they're learning that a role that a relationship is. And when they get into a relationship, one with their siblings and one in the future with someone they love. They're using you as the example. So if you're not such a great example, you really need to work on it. And usually, I, you know, you should recognize, and this, of course, is not for every relationship, but a lot of relationships, you got into that relationship for a reason. You fell in love. Don't give up on it so easily. I mean, unless it's above and beyond, there's some kind of abuse that you need to get away from. There's some toxic toxicity that you need to get away from don't just throw it away if you can work on it and and you know reach out to Danielle reach out to me reach out to somebody to get help because at least you're giving it a good chance of working it started out working maybe it can continue to work so um any last bits of advice that you have for our listeners in dealing with their own relationship. And then I'd like you to tell them how they can contact you, which I will also have your contact information in the description. Yes. Yeah, so I just want to go back when you, you said that you have a good relationship, when you can get in a good relationship with yourself and your partner, your kids are so they, the dynamic of the family changes. I, all my clients say the exact same thing. My home is peaceful. My kids are respectful. So the kids are trying to act out as you're acting out. If you're in a relationship that you're struggling, your kids start struggling too. And they start acting out and trying to get attention and do these various things just to be seen, I think. <laughs> and when they do that, the whole family gets all stressed out and it just compounds upon one thing after another. And it appears that you can't control your kids and you can't control the husband. You can't control anything that's going on in your life. And that once you get control over your thoughts and your emotions and really understand yourself very well, it's the clarity of knowing who you are and the clarity of what you need to do that creates the peace. Because when you have when you know what you need to do, the next steps you need to do, there's not the confusion. I think people get really, you know, in these relationships and they get start getting all crazy is because there's so much confusion. There's so much hurt. They don't know how to fix it. And it just compiles into 
getting worse and worse and worse. I call it the downward spiral. And so you have to start getting clear. And the only way to get clear is to have some sort of focus and direction. And a lot of times you need somebody to do that or, or you can do it on your own. It, it just might take a bit more time. Right. Me a long time. I mean, I have like over 10,000 hours of working on this. So it's not. Wow. Like, wow. It's, That's so great. Cause sometimes people, you know, depending on the childhood they came from, yeah, we talk about those voices that get planned in our heads and we feel like we're not even worthy of it. We're not even yeah. worthy of love. Yeah. We're not worthy yeah. of happiness. We second guess ourselves all the time. We're constantly doubting our decisions and our choices. And, and it's a hard road to stop that. You will find like at my age, you know, I, I, if I 10 years ago was when it really started getting better. And mm-hmm. it's still this day, it was just the other day, I started second guessing myself about my couch, you know, and I'm like, what am I <laughs> Why, you know, and my husband's like, it's fine, it's good, it looks great, you know, whatever. And, and even, you know, when you have control over yourself, these little voices in your head pop in again, because they're, they're always there. It's you that needs to take control and take them over and, you know, and be who you need to be so that you're in a relationship that's what you are deserving of and you are worthy of. Absolutely. Absolutely. You are so spot on. So, so for all you listeners who we're grateful that you're here, you are here listening if you want to really get control of this, I would love for Danielle to tell you how you can reach her because she's wonderful. We haven't been friends for a long time, but we kind of hit it off as soon as we met. And there's a lot, you can tell already that a lot of our coaching, even though I focus on families, she focuses on relationship, is getting to the core of the problem. Not always just putting Band-Aids on symptoms. Band-Aids on symptoms. Band-Aids come off and they come off mm-hmm. and you know what's still there? The symptom, because you never got to the core of the problem. So if so you're true. ready for that, let's hear how you can reach Danielle because she's wonderful. Oh, thank you. So you can reach me. You can go to my website. I spell my name very uniquely. So it's D-A-N-Y-E-L-L-A-D-A-M-S-K-I. You can go to DanielleAdamski.com or you can go on Amazon. I have three books available, a couple books on relationships and marriage and how do you improve them. So if you want to go to Amazon, that's great. You can also get my books online on my website. You can see about my retreats, my podcast, the whole thing all by going to my website. So that would be wonderful if you if you get a chance stop on by and just remember it's so worth it it's you know i did go to marriage counseling at the end of my first marriage and it did not work out but a lot of reason it didn't work out is because although i was ready to make things work my husband was not he was still stuck in that mode and now he has a wonderful marriage and he has absolutely learned differently which we all think that for what we go through we do learn from Mm -hmm. the past and and instead of taking the misery of the past into the future we learn to overcome the past and make changes so that our future can be more intentional more directed 
more towards what we need and what we are worthy of. So um, I'm grateful that he is in a wonderful relationship. I'm in a wonderful relationship and you can be too. Don't just, don't just give up. At least don't give up without trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you need help, like I always say on my podcast and wherever else you see me, it is a sign of strength to reach out. It is not a sign of weakness. Sometimes it's much easier to ignore the problem, but in the long run, when you ignore problems, they just fester within and they become bigger and bigger and bigger. And we make assumptions and we start believing whatever we believe because we never addressed that problem. We never took control of it and got rid of it. It may be hard to do, but once it's taken care of, it's taken care of. So that's like for the rest of your life. So that's what you should be doing. (laughs) Yes. Do it. Do it. Get the help you need. (laughs) His advice. Just do it. So just do it. uh, Danielle, I'm so happy you are here with me. Thank you so much for coming on and giving uh, my listeners your wisdom because it's greatly appreciated. I know, and I'm sure it has a lot of them thinking, well, what can I be doing different to make my relationship work? And remember, if you have children, your relationship is what they're seeing. It's what they're That's learning right. from. They're going to they, repeat it. Yep. They feel what you feel. They act out what they don't talk about. All of those things is demonstrated by you as a role model. So if you don't approach situations, they're going to learn to, to not approach situations as well. So, uh, and, you know, and mostly it's going to benefit you. So Get help if you need help. Start looking at yourself deeper and start working out what you need to work out to make your life the way you want your life to be because you deserve it. All right, Danielle, thank you. Any last words of advice for our, our audience? No. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to. You are I said enough. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. I, I'm thrilled to have you. I'm glad we finally got this on and recorded and uh, we will talk more. In the meantime, you guys listening, I'm grateful that you spent uh, this time with us. I know you've taken time out of your busy schedule and I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen to Danielle and I discuss this relationship topic. It's so important to all of us. Reach out if you need help. If you need to talk more, reach out to me, reach out to Danielle and get clear on what's going on with you. In the meantime, and as always, I wish you days filled with peace, love, and tons of laughter. Laugh more. You know, it really is the best medicine. And I'll see you here next time in the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Pumped Up Parenting Podcast and being a part of my mission to stop a million parents from yelling at their kids. Be sure to head over to pumpeduppparenting.com and grab your free copy of the Patience Playbook. Wishing there was a manual for your toddler? Well, great news. Now there is. Pick up your copy of Raising Happy Toddlers, How to Build Great Parenting Skills, and Stop Yelling at Your Kids, plus my three new children's books at celiasbooks.com. That's celiasbooks.com. If you're loving this podcast, please feel free to share it with your friends and pay it forward. And also leave a review so I know who you are and can thank you personally. Tune in next time for more tips, advice, 
and strategies as you continue to pump up your parenting and create childhoods that everyone in your family can blossom from. Have yourself a really happy, fun day. Bye-bye.